Hello and welcome. I am sitting here with my with my friend and longtime podcast companion at this point. We've done one episode together. Mr. Terry Rock. How are you, Terry? I'm pretty good. Excellent. Thank you for joining me today and for a topic of current and critical. David Bissett has donated $30 million to SAIT. Amazing. Fantastic. What, what a good news story. Yeah. But I want to get a little bit of perspective. It's easy, as, as like we'd like to focus on at Current and Critical. It's a great headline. It's a topic. You pass over it. I wanted to dig in a little bit and just understand the impact on the city, the impact on the school, how the role you see that playing in our current uh, transformation, back to the big T word. Yeah, well, you know, the, the good news is the money was for... Um, digital technology transformation, that kind of thing. Um, what was really great about the announcement is that uh, SAIT actually traced its history back to um, early days in Alberta and coming out of the First World War and what kind of training people needed to get our economy back on track. And so they were. That's a good heritage story. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize SAIT had been around for almost like 100 years. Yeah. And that's why they were created in a lot of ways, was to deal with the influx of people that needed to come back and get retrained uh, to work and to spur the economy. So it's, a, so it's in their DNA. It's in their DNA. It's a great fit because ultimately, I think that's the story that we're facing in Alberta right now, is we're clearly going through a transition. There's a lot of uh, great heritage that we've built ourselves on um, and there's been a certain skill set that has built that and now one of the key questions we have is can that set of skills and those people uh, be part of the new story um, that we're all building together and so I think uh, Mr. Bissett um, you know proactively sees this happening and wants to make sure that his home city uh, has the ability to respond to what's uh, the changes that are on us. I was very impressed with his foresight, and I'm going to read a quote because I don't want to. I don't want to paraphrase it, but his statement above: "We are we are moving on an evolution from commodity-based economy here in Alberta to a consumer-based service industry, and that involves a lot of technology." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, well said, sir." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not only. I mean, it's really interesting because uh, this morning I happened to have. I lunch with a couple uh, people that lead innovation. Sorry, this morning I had breakfast with a couple people that are leading innovation. You can have lunch, brunch, whatever. It's, <laughs> exactly. your... <laughs> it's part of the whole intermittent fasting thing. Uh, <laughs> it's just time to eat. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and so anyway, they're, they're, um, you know, the point that is there is that they're really looking at how can they apply technology across their whole enterprise. These are big companies in Calgary. And they... they see something like the, the donation to SAIT as actually something where they probably need to pay attention and maybe get involved. And one of the great things about oh, SAIT... Interesting yeah. is a little bit of a shot of like, hey, look what's going on over here. Yeah. And it's almost a little bit of a proof point as well that yeah. this is the train we need to get on. Right, and a motivator and yeah, a validator of, yes. okay, actually... Um, and, um, uh, this is a this is a province of also nobody like of not being first. I'll wait yeah. for someone else to try it. I've heard that from a lot of guests on the show. So something like this, that's clearly someone who is looking to the future and investing there and putting money to that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I totally agree. This isn't a province that doesn't like to be first. I think that we have a um, a real heritage of doing things on the edge. And we just have a, we don't have those stories top of mind. Um, okay. And All right, that's so for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, uh, so the great thing about SAIT is that, so I've been in this role for a year and a half. Um, and just for anyone who doesn't know, you are? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm the president and CEO of, of Platform Calgary. I never want to make assumptions. Yes. Yes. yes good point. And, we, and if you haven't heard Terry's episode, we've had it. You and I had an hour chat about transformation in Calgary where we really leaned in on it. So. Yeah. 
Um, and well, so part of the journey of, of you know, jumping into a new organization and, and we're going through massive change, but part of the journey is getting to know your community, the people that are around the table. And one of the things I can say for sure is that there's no one out there that is better than SATE at being engaged with what industry wants and needs next. And maybe even playing a role in helping them understand what that might be. But being really engaged with industry is a, is a hallmark of SATE. And so this gift is going into an institution that is built in and the procedures and processes of working with the community to make sure that that whatever the result of that donation is in terms of programming and the people that are coming out of the programs, uh, it's going to be tuned into where we're going as a province. So I really think that's fantastic. Um, uh, part of this story is that is you know, just reinforcing that role that SAIT plays. Do you, based on your experience, do we need, do we need more of this or is this just one of the dominoes that needs to fall in a multi, like I know it's multi-faceted, but on so many of the transformation stories I've read about in different cities from Montreal and cities and states, yeah. that the, the academic or the school system is at the heart of so much of the transformation. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time looking around the world at what are, what do the cities that have made the next step have in common. One of the things they have is they have a really great core industry where okay. that's doing a lot of employment and actually has a history of innovation, which ours does. And uh, But the other thing is, yeah, absolutely, they have post-secondaries that are engaged as part of the ecosystem that are um, open to the community, that, that they have that sort of flow in and out right. um, as a core part of who they are, and, and they kind of create a ripple effect into the community. But that connectivity of your post-secondaries into what is industry doing into where are students coming from and where are they going is um, is a fundamental part of a, of a of a holistic approach. We have a model that we're building out now uh, based on Steve Case, founder of AOL, okay. and he has a fund called uh, Revolution, and they've been doing this work called the Rise of the Rest. So he actually gets on a bus. They have a they have a really nice bus <laughs> that's tricked out and they, they travel all over the States to secondary cities that are outside of the major tech hubs. Interesting. And they're building a portfolio. The investment thesis is that there's um, a um, jurisdictions that cost less to operate in than Silicon Valley, New York, Boston. Um, and the talent, there's really great talent in these cities and, and they talk about the need for a really strong university as part of that story. Um, and then they take the, they work with local investors and they really try to, try to create a, 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 you know, a portfolio of companies that are based in these rise of the rest cities. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so smart on so many different levels. Yeah. When you look at like cost of living, you look at access to real estate yeah. and some of the real hubs, exactly. it's a real barrier to entry. Yeah. So you're getting kind of a discount on your investment dollar, right? Because the same people, same general thing going on. Um, and then they can, as the investor, replicate a little bit of the, some of those missing pieces of the ecosystem around sophisticated investors, et cetera. Um, and maybe access to mar some markets, but uh, I bring it up because they have this really great model of seven spokes of a startup hub that they've started to identify, and they've got a really great little playbook. I encourage people to read it at, uh, I think it's revolution.vc is okay, the website. Okay, well, we'll put a link up on yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're starting to go, okay, let's inventory this. So what does our university system look like? What are our scale-up companies in tech, and who are the startups, and, and what do they need? Where, what's the local media doing? So this podcast is a, is a fundamental part of that system. Thank what's you. the investment community look like? 
What is how's cor- your corporation? Um, are your corporations engaging? What are the? Uh, oh, I'm pulling up my my phone right now. <laughs> so I'm trying to communicate. Uh, it's nonstop. It oh never yeah. stops. Uh, incubators, accelerators, community builders are part of it. Uh, and local government is the other part that's that's okay. in there. And, when you and, look at what needs to, and yeah. it's so interesting you think that because someone asked me the other day, they're like, "Hey, you've been having all these podcasts. What are you seeing?" And it was like, "I'm like, we're missing that hub and spoke. I'm seeing a lot of nodes floating around, yeah. but I'm not seeing it connected together." So it's, I love that you brought that back to that. Yeah, and so we're working um, under Calgary in the New Economy, which is Calgary Economic Development uh, stewarded plan. It's not their plan; it's all of our plan that we can all contribute well, to. Well, yes, and uh, and. Um, uh, we're really trying to build a sense around the innovation ecosystem around those things. Uh, and then the, the talent piece, you notice I didn't talk about talent or I think it's implied in the university. Um, the talent piece is a wedge into that as is the placemaking side of it. So like, what's the quality of your downtown? Yes. And then all of the, we call it a business friendly environment, which is really the role the local government plays. Um, and all of those are part of this holistic system. And we're trying to, sort of get a sense of where we are in these seven areas, where do we need to invest, what are priority areas that we can we can, uh, we can can put money into, um, or just effort into it. Maybe it doesn't take money. Um, uh, yeah, the thing, yeah. the reality is it usually takes multiple points. Yes, exactly. So it's great. So an, an, yeah. some, an initiative like this, a $30 million, one gets our attention. Yes. But it draws to one of the pillars of the hubs. Yes. To really make it work, you've got to look at the whole picture. Absolutely. And... Okay. Uh, and you know, I think it's it's exactly in alignment with the um, the sentiment around Calgary and the new economy that that ten year economic strategy. It just fits right in there. There's a whole talent piece that's in it, um, and so this is kind of the intersection of talent and innovation. I think when you see you've been looking around at different ecosystems, when you see an environment like a SATE, now they're going to be focusing on a on an area of the school that focuses 100% on digital transformation. Mm. What's a typical time frame? Because that doesn't happen overnight. Like you're, you're creating mm. students to intersect the future. Yeah, that's hard. And, and you know, they're even still building the school. So the, the folks yes. at SATE don't um, have it fully built yet. I mean, they're, they're actually looking to get more partners in and and that kind of thing, and I would encourage people to what a to great proof of con- what that. a great proof of like, proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, and I'm you know super confident that they're going to do a fantastic job with that. Um, but it does take time, and that's yeah. that's where this is. You know, the good news is that we're on it. Yes. There is an agenda for Calgary. Um, the bad news is that it's things are moving so fast, and if you're ahead you're moving faster anyway because we have to get over a bit of friction to get the flywheel going here. Um, so Momentum is powerful. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. talking uh, to uh, Dan Jurescu from Terra Hub the yes. other day. Yeah. And Dan said, he goes, well, Tyler, we're only about 20 months into this. I yes. said, well, what do you mean, Dan? He goes, well, the first three years, we just held their, everyone held their breath and thought everything was going to go back to the quote unquote, the old normal. Yeah. And he goes, so really it's only been, he goes, maybe two years. It just hit me. I, didn't, I did not, because I think of the, you know, it started five years ago. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. And you're starting to see, we're moving, there's a... Um, a book, and I, I can't remember the name right now. It's called Move about executing strategy, M O V E, and it stands for something. Uh, and uh, but there's a there's a, a quote in there that just really stuck with me is that a lot of the reason why things get mired is that they, she calls it people admire the problem. So things get mired. <laughs> Does that sound like navel gazing, maybe yeah. in that same category? Yeah. So you end up having these admire meetings, the pro- yes, where everybody agrees, and this, and you know, there's this is a this is a problem, and we all agree, and we just kind of add to the complexity of it. We don't take a step. So Mr. Bissett has taken a step. 
he said, I'm going to make this happen. And he is putting his money where his mouth is and, and, uh, and Sate stepped up to, to do it. I think that's, um, fantastic. Well, it, it sent such a powerful message. I know, like you said, it's part of a longer term yeah. and it's on a journey, but the message that sends to when we're looking for positive singles, yes. because it, negative signals are everywhere. Yes. And it's almost like our brain searches them out first because we're always yeah. in fear. Exactly. And you see something like that, you're like, there's no way to spin that. Like, and I saw it, I'm like, well, I wanted to have you on a chat about it, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see a downside. There was no negative angle to this. Story. No, there's no negative angle. And, um, <laughs> that is a, you know, that is something that I think that these bright spots when we're, it's, it's not hard to find them. We, two weeks ago, we had a, a founder showcase. We had 250 people in 17 startups. We partnered with League of Innovators to showcase them. The next day, we had a dinner with uh, two ministers from the government of Alberta and 10 startups from India that we helped bring in showcase around around Calgary. Oh, wow, interesting. With zone startups. Interesting. Yeah, they won a, a competition. And then the afternoon, we have a clean tech accelerator program with partnered with Foresight out of BC, and we had 15 companies there intersecting with the oil and gas sector. So in two days, we worked with 42 startups and their founders and put them in front of people and, and in two days. And so every day we're surrounded with these people that are making a difference um, or trying to, and, and they're, 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 well, they're on the path, they're on the journey. And those are the stories. Yeah. And back to why I even started this podcast, yeah. those stories don't necessarily make the headlines. Yeah. So now, um, okay. So then the, what is the, you know, if you want to search for like a, well, what should we be concerned about in this? It's not, you know, the, there is urgency around talent uh, development yes. in the city, which is not two years from now. It's it today. is it is a today issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Tech West Collective held their hiring fair. I think it was seven companies at the end yes. that, that pulled together um, and did a hiring fair, hiring for two hundred jobs. Um, and so, and then you see, like I'm seeing this theme come up a lot, where uh, people are posting online that they've just completed Evolve You or or some other training okay. program. Well, because that's starting to get through its first yeah. couple cycles. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So people have completed this training and they're on the path of switching careers. And these programs are having 90 plus percent placement rates of the people that come through. That's them. a fantastic statistic. Yeah. yeah, they're like, everybody's getting a job that go through these programs. 90% I could verge on yeah. like guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're getting into that territory. Yeah, basically, right? And um so, Do you know how many people have come out of that program so far? You know, I don't have the number. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'm putting you on the spot. On yeah, that. no, yeah, but it's yeah, it's got to be. Well, I shouldn't even speculate. Okay, I, I would. I, we'll I would dig, we'll make sure in. that yeah. it's in the sixty range. Okay, yeah, which is which again is a start. Could be a lot more. It's a yeah. start to move in that direction. But yeah. to hear that that kind of placement at the end, sixty people, hundred people, it's positive. Yes, it's a positive story. Yeah, exactly. Because you hear the exactly. stories about the the talent gap being very real. Yes. And, you know, the schools are great, but it takes time back to, you know, you don't yep. just turn it out tomorrow because you, you go, you pop somebody into the mix and it, yep. you put the gumball in and the, the dollar and it comes yep. out the bottom. It's not, it's unfortunately yeah, not how No, it doesn't. Uh, another good news piece around this is the U of C has, uh, the, I believe faculty of science or engineering, I think it's engineering, okay. has added a certificate course or a, or a one year add on to get a master's in, I think, computer science on top of an engineering degree. Oh, interesting. So for yeah. a lot of people being able to go from alumni and be able to do that. Yeah. Right. So there's a, there's a follow on piece. So if you get your sort of core engineering yes. and now you get comp sci, I mean, I think a lot of comp sci core skills come out of electrical engineering and that kind of thing too. So, okay. so there's a, you know, 
people are responding to the market and, and putting product out available for people. Which back to the, you know, it's only been about a couple of years, technically, when you yeah. hear about these things responding and it's finally we're getting up to yeah. like it. But it's happening now. It is. That's to me is the positive story here. Yeah. We're talking about major institutions moving at a pace that they're not used to moving. I used to... Oh, welcome I, to the world we live in. <laughs> well, you know, I talked to a CEO of a large institution in the city a while it's probably, ago. That's fine, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite a few years ago. And he said, if you want me to uh, do something in six months, I probably can't do it. If you give me two to five years, I can guarantee that I can make it happen. It's like, wow. that's how this stuff works. And it's hard. Um, and I'm, you know, we're in the middle of it right now at, at Platform. We're a 38-year-old startup that is yes, making a I massive know. pivot. Yes, I know. You guys are back in the early 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, massive pivot. And uh, just spent the, the morning um, going over what we've accomplished in the past three weeks uh, or three months. And uh, we've done a lot. But... <laughs> the list of things we have to do is so much bigger. I'm sure like a lot yeah. of leaders, you're constantly like, okay, great. Don't, I don't have time to celebrate the thing. I need the 20 other things yes, that I have to yeah, do in my That list. is definitely a personal thing I have to work on. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. I, I, I hear you loud and clear, but with the yeah. pace of change and it's, it can be very overwhelming from a leadership perspective, yeah. whether you're an academic environment or whether you're a business or whether you're just an individual going, yeah. holy heck, by the time I finish this course, is it even going to be, is it going to be outdated? Like you can really get negative on that, but yes. you need to still keep moving forward. Yeah. 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 Well, I, th- you know, I think that, um, uh, going back to sort of where SATE is and, and those kind of things. And like, I, the, you know, the fact that it's, um, uh, you know, over a hundred years old or not over a hundred years old, but that it's history has always been around this kind of adapting people to the workplace. And we can maybe give ourselves a bit of a break, um, okay. that, you know, um, we respond, uh, when things become acute, like, um, yes, and and we're responding, right? So it's it's happening, which is the positive side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Just from a simple, you know, the whole concept of even collisions, are the universities and the large enterprises are they spending enough time together? From your perspective, like is that is that relationship strong? You know, I well, uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be institution specific. I think all okay. parties would say, "Well, oh, there's so much more we could do." I think everyone would in a would time like this. I think it's that. easy to always feel that way. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, there's, you know, I see all kinds of really great things. You know, what? Um, maybe we. I think you've probably talked with CDL. Have you talked to? Have you had Alice Reimer in from? Uh, no, I had. Uh, I had Evan Hugh and uh, Judy Fairburn. Okay, so and they both, both chatted about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So Alzheimer's that, names come up a few times, so I might have to. She's yeah, on my, she might be so. on my list. Yes, yeah. a lot of yeah. people have said you must speak with her. Well, you know, there's it's it's a it's a really uh, great way. It's I would say that Creative Destruction Labs is part of the transition our city is going through, where okay. people are starting to become aware of other ways of doing things, um, and are trying to find ways to engage, and it becomes a, a nexus of engagement in that process. And it allows people to do it. So there's an institution that has been really good at bringing the corporate community in through that portal. So everybody kind of has their way uh, of doing right. it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, I, I mean, I think those are the kinds of things I'm seeing 
um, and there's a hunger for more. And I'm certainly hearing more people talk about it, which for me is incredibly important because if it's a secret, it's not doing anybody yes. any favors or it's doing favors to a small group. Get it out there, collide the ideas, create some awareness around it and, and understand that this is the new way of doing things. These yeah. aren't, these aren't little like pop-ups. This, yes. this is the new, how it needs to go. And this is the world we live in when change is happening so rapidly everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was... we're trying to keep up with it a little bit here right now. We are, yeah. yeah, and it's you know that's it. It goes back to your sort of sense of where are you in the journey. Yes. Um, and I saw I've, I was in Houston a few weeks ago, um, and managed to connect with a similar organization in Houston. Okay. And what I saw there was interesting. Where there's people that I think Houston's kind of maybe two years ahead of us. And okay, that's interesting. Areas. Two years is nice because it's not so far. It's not realistic. That's why I loved it. It's yeah. Because. Uh, you sort of had your conversion moment. Like it's still the people that changed their mind, you know, that you can talk to someone. It's like, why did you you're change not, you're your not mind? A, you're not the next round. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, interesting. And, uh, and how did you change your mind? What, what, what convinced you? So uh, for example, there's people that similar to Calgary, they made their money in oil and gas or real estate. And now they're looking at investing in tech. Why? How did you do that? Interesting conversation. They've got large oil and gas. How did you get comfortable with that concept? Exactly. They have large oil and gas companies that are actually setting up shop inside a similar organization to what we're building a platform, for example. Um, And so they've found a way to get get those guys to think about how they might be a first customer for a local Houston startup. That's the kind of thing. So great. I didn't realize I'd never heard the two year kind of timeline that it's that similar. Yeah. That's really, that's powerful. What a great example. I mean, that's. Couple of people's opinion, but of course. But uh, hey, it, you're the guy with the microphone, exploring. so yours is the opinion exactly. that matters right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, if no, I, I appreciate that perspective. To me, that's a, that's a huge value proposition to have a neighbor. Again, everyone's a neighbor yeah. in this global in this global village we live in. To be able to go and say, "How did you do it? Yeah. What was the? When did you? What What was the thing that helped you change your mindset? Exactly. Slowly, exactly. and then often, all of a sudden. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the other interesting thing about Houston when you're there is that the post secondaries are kind of, I think, similarly positioned to Calgary. They're around and they're connected, but okay. could be more connected. Okay. Um, it's yeah. So I, I I think we've got a lot to learn from places like that. Denver, um, that are, I would consider them rise of the rest kind of places. They're okay. not going to be a cool concept. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that out. So yeah. you said it's a website book, like we'll talk about uh, rise yeah. of the rest. Yeah. Rise of the rest, Steve case. Um, okay. there's tons of stuff written about it and, um, it's a, yeah, it's a really, I really like the thesis that you can find out well, a it lot. It sounds like a playbook. <laughs> yeah. So they actually have the rise of the rest playbook. <laughs> oh, okay. Literally. Okay. <laughs> it's a playbook. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's so we feel it's easy to feel alone sometimes and you always it's like it's like being a human you're going through something and you think yeah. it's the first time and you're the only one there's always been somebody who's gone there before you yeah. there's always been someone who's survived this thing that you think is unsurvivable and we're yeah. clearly moving forward yeah. something like this you know 30 million dollars it gets in the media it shows a very positive sentiment which i think is incredibly important yeah so closing question when you think about yeah. the other nodes on your you know i picking your hub and spoke yeah, yeah. you know we've got some large cash injection into the educational element of your spoke if you had to pick another another element of that spoke, another note, if you will, to really raise up, which one would you, which one would you put your focus on? You know, there's, I'm going to say two, there's two that we're working on right now. Um, and I I also want to give a shout out to my colleagues in Edmonton, the, um, Alberta innovation corridor is, uh, is an initiative that we've really been advancing in the past few months. Uh, two cities I'm co-chairing that with Cheryl Watson out of innovate Edmonton. Okay. And, uh, we're putting a focus on, tying the two big cities together and what okay. can we get? What, how can we max, max 
um, out the impact of the two cities working together much more closely. Increase your increase um, your ability to have impact. <laughs> yeah, and so two things that we've uh, identified there. One is to have an artificial intelligence accelerator in Alberta work together to make that happen, locate it in the corridor across both cities. Okay. The reason is that we, and, and that relates to the the first theme, actually relates to both themes, uh, which is we we have to crack the early stage investment challenge, um, and uh, we need we need more people taking more shots at early yes. stage companies. Okay. That's a, a top priority um, that an accelerator gets at. Um, and the other piece that an accelerator gets at is building connections into corporate. And there's a real desire. Um, it's maybe not as uh, formulated as a movement yet. Okay. But there are definitely people in the city that recognize there's two components to this. One is that that you know I think maybe we've made mistakes in the past expecting large corporations to buy early stage tech early, <laughs> and <laughs> and it's at, at that early stage it's hard for them. It's, it's, it is. But at the early stage, I think it's more of the you know giving back and helping people understand what what your challenges are and maybe where business opportunities lie. Change the um, dynamics of the relationship yeah. to be better suit where things are at. Exactly. So okay. be engaged um, there, and then and then once you know there's a portfolio available, they're more than willing to work with uh, solutions that are out there that meet the challenges that they have. So that's something that we're working on is just maybe together the two cities trying to build more okay. uh, connection points into corporate and make it easier for corporate to engage the ecosystem. I appreciate hearing about, yeah. I haven't heard a lot of guests come on or a lot of people talk about what we're doing between the two cities. And of course yeah. this is, this is focused very much on Calgary, but Hey, we need to all pull together and I'm a big believer. We need everybody off the bench here. Like we need everybody in the game. Absolutely. And, uh, well, there's, well, I could go on for this for a long time, but the, <laughs> there's, there. The University of Alberta's artificial intelligence programs are top, depending on which ranking you use, top okay. three to five in the world. That's a top real, that's a real thing. Five. And nobody talks, like again, yeah. nobody's talking about this. Right. Well, we are, we are. So we I, are I, won't, I won't say that. Uh, and so, but but in Alberta, we're, we're spinning out kind of dozens of companies and other places are doing hundreds and thousands of companies out of a core research base. And so okay. what's what's causing that? So part of it could be, our, you know, sort of ideas are that, that if we could connect the business problems that a business center like Calgary has with the talent that's coming out of Edmonton, and there are places, you know, groups like Alta ML that are yes, that's a, a lot good, of time good, trying to commercialize example. and bring those bring those two things together, and they don't care what city they're in, they want to make you know they're there to build a business that's going to do that solve those challenges, um, and so that's you know I think those that's a big opportunity that that we should do more of, and the other thing is that entrepreneurs starting in Edmonton or Calgary really don't care where they where they find their investor. Right. And if we can, or you know, their talent or whatever. And so if we actually walk in the shoes of the entrepreneur, um, then it really makes sense to tie the two cities together because density matters in this stuff. Your ability yes. to meet someone um, and, and have some familiarity with them and you have shared social networks, all of those things uh, make a big difference in the long run for the success of an ecosystem. So, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. Like, just again, at this point, we can't afford time-wise, resource-wise to miss any opportunities. Yeah. And you, you get 
things move forward by colliding and by real by by banging different groups together. But it's by the network you meet, and yeah. you can expand that, but at the same time have a level of intimacy, which we're still all in all Albertans. Yeah, to me that's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, and we got to f- figure out a way to leave it on the ice. Is sort of our <laughs> our little yes. mantra is that that uh, uh, you know I think we're getting in Calgary we're getting much better at collaborating. We're uh, the Calgary Innovation Coalition is is really working hard to figure out uh, how to overcome the natural instinct to want to compete, um, want to territorialize things. Yeah, and and but we're doing it by saying we're here for entrepreneurs, and so if that's our mission, then collaboration is natural because the yes. it's just a matter of who can do. Well, it all comes back to intentions, values, yeah. and belief structures. Yeah. Well, Terry, thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thanks I for love having, having somebody on on Current and Critical. We've got something that, you know, we've talked about WeWork. We've talked about car to go What we talked about today, there is no downside. It's no all, downside. It, it's all positives, and I think it's actually just a nice glowing, shining light of like, hey, good things are happening yeah. here. We can't just see the negative. Let's actually see. This actually shined the light on a lot for me. Yeah. And I love your concept of the, like, what's the hub and how does yeah. this look? And we're not alone. Someone's done this before. We don't have to invent it from scratch. Yeah, I would say every city in the world that's a million and a half people has the same set of challenges and uh, we're better prepared than most of them to make it work. And, and because of people like David Bissett who, who, you know, yeah, a huge shout out there for make sure, it happen. Yeah. And in closing, anything that you want to share, anything you've got on the go at, at platform, I'm obviously a huge proponent of what you guys are sure. doing. Well, right now uh, we have uh, the next um, intake of two programs. One is our foresight partnership, foresight X platform, okay. uh, clean tech accelerator. So early stage clean tech firms uh, can apply and be part of Excellent. a, uh, I think it's a six week program total. Uh, and then we also have our next uh, fourth cohort of the Junction Founders and Foundations uh, program. That is a nine-week intensive boot camp, uh, three hours a day, uh, going over content and then working with uh, um, curated well, sounds, set of that advisors. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you talked about that last time. Yeah, we tried it. that sounds and amazing. I got to tell you, it's just it's really having an impact, and uh, we're just so uh, proud of the people that go through it. Um, that up that next cohort kicks off in March and we're uh, just applications, applications are open down. now. Fantastic. Um, and then the final bit would be, we're soon to kick off something we're calling the platform co-founders campaign, which is oh. um, really giving the community the opportunity to help us build the platform innovation center and the opportunity to help us deliver amazing services for entrepreneurs inside uh, that space. So really bringing that building to life and you'll hear more about that in the coming weeks. So if someone has an extra 30 million and they wanted to come yeah, by, I think that, that would, that be, would, that would be okay. That'd be a good start. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, we're going to leave, we're going to leave it on that positive message. Terry, again, thanks for coming on. Thanks for your insights and your candor. Great. Thanks. My Tyler. Pleasure. Cheers. Cheers.